Bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. To the 40, 35, into the 30, cut back 25, into the 15, 10, 5, touchdown! This is the best bad idea we have, sir. We are the Driveway Athletes. Jack joined tonight by Ed. Ed, it's been a little bit. It's been a while. Been a while, yeah. (laughs) It's been a little bit. We'll get into kind of as the show goes on, we'll kind of get into what's been going on, why we've been MIA for the last couple weeks. But if people want to stay and listen, if they're interested in our lives, they can do that. But I figure we'll actually do fantasy stuff. And then if people want to keep listening, they can choose to do so, not make them fast forward or just drop out. Why wouldn't they be interested? I mean, come on. I mean, I know (laughs) that we're really interesting people. Right. But, uh, you know, I I don't know. I think it's, (laughs) you know, I think that we're going to have some stuff to give some insight with. And I think that, like, some of the stuff is heavy. Some of it isn't, you know, and, and I, you know. Uh, not that I think my life is the most interesting, but I think for anybody, it's nice to hear that maybe you're not alone in some of these things. So yeah, we'll see. So it's been a while. Um, I think the last time we recorded was kind of heading in the championship week, right? Or or like like uh, maybe when the playoffs like, started. I think it was yeah the start of the playoffs. Correct. Okay, so it's been a little bit. Um, you had a first place team uh, roll in. Uh, had a one and done in that league. I didn't make the playoffs. I think I'm going to have ended up finished 12th out of 12. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's no shame in being out when you had a one loss regular season. All you can do is get in a tournament. Right. Right. So that team that was a little bit more successful, how did that finish for you? Well, I'll go back to that, that, that our home league team. I, it just ran out of steam, you know, like, we had talked about like you can only sustain so many like injuries before it's hard to replace those players. Like late in the season, it's really hard to find like decent waiver wire picks. So a bit, a bit, it's a bit what happened with that team. The other league I was in, I came in second place. Um, bit of an interesting format so the, the the four teams that make it to the championship it's four teams and two weeks of playoffs or championship games no head to head it's just whoever gets the most points wins um i came in second and basically what that did for me was uh I basically played fantasy for free for the year, so which is good. You know? I mean, look, all my money back. A second place finish, I usually say, is like the intercontinental belt. Yes, it's the working man's belt. Um, I've had more teams that were the best team all year finish in second than I've ever had teams that were like. Um, the dark horse that made it through, like I just feel like. 
<clears throat> one is it's yes it's tough to sustain injuries but two is like it's tough to have great performances through a tournament you know yeah where you, it just it just is so um in wrestling the the intercontinental belt is kind of the working man's belt that's the guy who's got to do every show um mm-hmm. we're like the heavyweight champion the hulk hogan's in in, in maybe our childhoods or, or the brock lesnar's of this generation they might only do six seven shows eight shows a year mm-hmm. you know they're not they're not going everywhere through so i feel like second place i've had more teams that were like two loss or three loss teams end up in second place than i've had you know um win win everything it's just hard to be great all year round so yeah sec- there's no shame in second place you got to play up until the very last week of fantasy what else can you ask for and then you get some I know. Money, I'm, you get some money back yeah i mean yeah, again, like playing for free, you know. So, how did you do in your other teams with your other teams? I'd say. So, um, we'll define these as like uh, I'm trying to think of how. So, I have two other leagues that I'm in. Um, one is mostly people that I work with. Um, that team, I ended up in second, but I'll caveat that a little bit. Um, I got a message. I don't know, late in the week that was just like, hey, would you be interested in splitting the pot? And you know me, usually I'm like, I'd rather go down, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I had won the most points for the season prize. Um, so I, I accepted it. Uh, a lot of times I'll look at the person I'm playing, not necessarily the matchup, and I'll do the like, well, do I want to throw this person a bone or not? Sometimes mm-hmm. I'd rather just most of the time, this is the first time I've ever gotten to a championship game and split. And if I didn't get that like hundred dollars, not that a hundred dollars is a ton of money, but I looked at his total prize money. If I didn't get that hundred dollar total or most total points for the season money, I wouldn't have split. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I did, it was the difference of like if I won, I would have only ended up a hundred and fifty dollars better. Like it just, it just at the end gotcha. of the day, didn't really yeah. make much sense. So, like, I came in second, but I also, like, once I agreed to split, didn't really fuck with my lineup that much. You gotcha. know? Yeah. So, like, I sat Jamar Chase that week. I probably would have started him. You know, like, um, that team was just ridiculously deep. Um, Ten-team leagues are just different um, in that regard. And... 10-team leagues, when you just kind of have everything break your way, you really have everything break your way. You know, sometimes you just end up with a juggernaut. So uh, that team, I split second I ended up in second place. And then in the other league, which is like a no, there's no playoffs. The only thing I do is the last week of like our season, which is like championship week, if tie breakers need to happen, a schedule gets adjusted. You know, um, in that league, I finished in first place. So it's just most points, basically. Well, no, it's head-to-head. Okay, got it. it it's head-to-head, and then it's just if you're – so, like, basically it came down to, like, me and another guy were kind of trading off first place all year, and then it just finished that, like, we had the same record going into the last week. Oh, I so, understand. Got it. So just best record, no playoffs. Correct, correct. Got it. Okay. And that league also, like, you have to pay for transactions, so, like – which it comes out to be like two fifty an ad, two fifty a drop, um, and that prize yeah. money. Go ahead. 
I was going to say, so that just gets put into the pot. Then. That gets put into a pot for the most, the highest single week total. Whoever has the highest for the season gets two-thirds, and then the second highest for the season gets one-third. And I can tell you that money basically came out to be the same amount as I got for first place. Wow. So, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you don't like – because, like, if, if you know you're out of it pretty quick, if you if you're start, like, 0-5, you're probably never going to claw your way out of it. You know, like, you might be able to play for third, but you're probably never going to get to first. Um, but, but you can win. You five. can win – Correct, correct. Yeah. So you still have something that you're you're adjusting your roster for, doing drop ads. It, it's a fun, different format. You know, as I said, like you've got your that league that you are in where you have different rules. This is a bit of a different thing too, and I like having that difference. So all in all, I ended up pretty positive um, for the year. Uh, mm-hmm. I just I just ordered myself two new tires for my car. Um, there you and go, that, man. that will be covered, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. um, tires for my car are not cheap, but, uh, I don't have to pay for them out of pocket. So I'll take Beautiful. that. Yeah, I'll take that. And I'll still have a little bit left over. I'm going to, with a little bit left over, I'm going to order a Blackstone, uh, griddle, um, grill. Um, so we'll use that for our fantasy draft next season. Nice. Um, and a side note, I think I think my company carries those. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we can There's talk about that. Yeah. yeah, we can talk <laughs> about that off offline. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Obviously, when fantasy is not not when I'm not doing fantasy, I cook a lot, and uh, I'd like to be able to make burgers on a flat top and not smoke out my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. Uh, putting them out on the griddle, being able to make cheesesteaks out there. or I, I have this really cool short rib taco recipe that I want to try when I first get the griddle. So Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I have a first-place finish, a second-place finish, and a 12th-place finish in three leagues. Mm-hmm. What I And you had a middle-of-the-road finish, probably like, what, five? Something like that, two, yeah. And then a two. So yeah. one th- one thing that I always try to say is like fantasy po- fantasy football can be a bit like poker. Whereas like you can be skilled and understand the game and you know know how to do stuff, but sometimes you just can't solve for luck and in that case sometimes you can't solve for bad luck. You know, and and that uh, that 12th place team, I'm the same guy that had a first and a second place team in other leagues, you know, like um just bad breaks yeah for sure um yeah you draft players obviously that were highly rated you know like they just either were hurt or didn't pan out so it's 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 bad breaks man you know that's that is what what else that's it that's it i'm not i'm not last year i had a bad year in all three leagues um this year what can i do you know like i went back to drawing board a little bit um i have to readjust some things but overall i feel pretty good about Mm -hmm. you know like the work that i did 
Um, you and I went back and looked at some of the stuff I put in the draft atlas throughout the season. I've looked, gone back and looked at it some more. Um, I'm pretty happy with the work product and how it turned out. Um, I don't think I was that far off base with some folks. What I will say is I didn't make any contrarian bets that were wrong. Right. You know, yeah. like, and when I read the blurbs, I was pretty close to spot on with, with a lot of them. I went back and reread my Jonathan Taylor blurb. My first sentence was like, if you were to tell me a player that's most likely to finish number one that's being taken outside the top five, Jonathan Taylor's my pick. You know, like, yeah. what else can I, you know, like, and, he, you know, that's, it's easy to take those guys. But I said something similar about Jalen Hurts. You know, like, the work was good. The work was right. So I, I'm pretty happy overall with how my how I did this fantasy season and how and how the work that I did reflects that you know. But at the same time, we can't solve for for luck, you know, and, and just so accepting who, who that. Would you, who would you say is the like fantasy MVP? Cooper Cup. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. He, you got him in the fourth round. In your drafts in most leagues, maybe, you know, like not much earlier if he went earlier. Finishes his one. He was great all year. What else, what else can you ask for? The only yeah, person. He, he, he was that, putting up like 21 points a game. Yeah, and, he was consistent. That, yeah, yeah, he was consistent. That's when you. Sometimes when you get those players to finish in the top five, they're not that consistent. Not all of them. He was consistently. Very good, and when he wasn't very good, he was great. And we'll go through, you know, kind of, uh, we'll talk about our off-season plan for what we're going to do th- as the off-season moves on. But, um, yeah, he'd have to be your fantasy MVP. I, I, you know, like, it, it, to a lesser degree, Jamar Chase, um, another guy that was not that expensive, that had a, you know, very good to great year. Um, but he had more ups and downs. Um, other than that, Jonathan Taylor, you know, like, right. Yeah. I would say definitely cup and then followed by uh Taylor. Yeah. So yeah. we, we discussed like a little bit of like, uh, changing of the guard with, uh, like, I guess strategy or, or, or players and where, where, where we're going to pick them possibly next year so um you and i discussed offline a little bit about like Mm -hmm. one of your questions the last time we recorded was about like well who in this position is likely to repeat or not repeat and it's easy to take these these names like cordell patterson right and things like that um those guys that have these flashes they're probably going to go a couple round you know like in the 4th or 5th round next year and when they don't pan out you go what was i thinking um that being said um one of the things you and i t- discussed offline was um reevaluating especially in PPR formats positional drafting but also what types of players at positions you're going to take so I think that one of the things that we both kind of came to was like a quote-unquote changing of the guard to use what you just said in the last thing, which is like we've got some backs that have been taken in the first, second, and third round for a couple years now that maybe they've seen their better days. Yeah, so uh, 
like I'll mention Kamara. I believe he's going into his, what did I say? Uh, sorry, let me, I think he's going into his fifth, fifth year, I believe. He's um, going into his fifth yeah, year. He, he's yeah. primarily a receiving back. He's not a bigger Sorry, body. Sorry, he's going guy. into his sixth year. Going into so even more so. Yeah. Um, we've got an offense that's still trying to find its way, right? And it, you know, did he look bad when he was on the field this year? No, he didn't look bad. He did miss some games though, you know. And when you're looking at guys, especially backs that start missing some time, do they regain it? Do they come back and play 16, in this case, 17 games? Mm-hmm. You know, and when they do, are they, or do you expect them to have? I mean, he still was in points per game when he played. He still was up there in like the top three or to five. You know, when he played, he was fine. But that offense, they've got to solve what's going on at quarterback. They have a gaping hole at receiver with whatever's going on with Michael Thomas. They don't really have any other weapons. Is that the bet you want to make a guy entering his sixth season? You know, and again, we we harped a lot in the beginning of this um, draft about like, well, I don't like a guy here, but six picks later, I do. But at the same mm-hmm. time, this is this we're talking about Camara, who's probably going to go in the top ten. Right. Do we well, want to do we want to pay that price? Right. I don't know. Like maybe I would want. Uh, Justin Jefferson over a Kamara. I, I, I don't know at this point. Like, uh, so like we take Kamara, we take now Zeke finished sixth in half, uh, which is great, but he's going into his seventh season. A lot um, of miles. He, a lot of Pollard, miles. Yeah. Pollard, Pollard is- getting carries. Right. And he was, you know, wearing a knee brace, not wearing a knee brace. You know, like, it's in terms of fantasy, and it kills me to say about Zeke, he's a cowboy. He played at Ohio State. This is not a guy I'm, a, like, you know, he's a perfectly fine, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Anyway, um, not a guy I want to like, let me say that. But in terms yeah. of fantasy, he's been a great player. It's just, do we want to spend that pick? Do we want to be a year early or a year late when it comes to these guys? Like, I think, well, the other player is Cook. He's going into his sixth season. Like, I, I don't know if I could pick him in, in the top 12 anymore. You know, possibly at the back end, but I have to really really think about that you know like i might want a jamar chase instead of like a dalvin cook i well i guess my my question is uh, maybe not question i guess where i sit today and i can be convinced to move around on some guys these are guys who have been great players you know and they might still have a year or two of of elite production they, they may they may not they might sneak in a full season as we go on, they may, they may not. Um, but I guess like my feeling when I sit here today is I think I'd rather take a receiver and then take one of the younger guys. Like I, I just feel like I'd rather be taking a guy on the upswing of his career rather than the downswing of their career. Mm-hmm. At, in, in, this, in this area, in this first, say, 15 picks. 
right? Like, and you see it at receiver too, right? Would you rather have DeAndre Hopkins, who looks to be, you know, entering the downside of his career? Or would you rather have a DK Metcalf or someone who's younger and, and more on the ascension of their career? Yeah. Um, I, I think a player that has definitely been disrespected the last couple of years, I've had him and he's been great for me. And I think he should go probably top six is uh, Eckler. <laughs> uh, it would be hard to ju- to justify not. Right. It'd be hard to justify not. The only way you could is if they bring another, like, if for some reason, which it wouldn't be a bad reason, but if for some reason they decide they're going to bring in another established back who still has tread on the tires. I'm not talking about bringing Melvin Gordon back, you know, or <clears throat> bringing the ghost of Adrian Peterson in or something. Mm-hmm. You know, but if if one of these guys who still has tread left on the tires ends up there, that's the only reason. But even then, even then, the 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 pass catching is so prolific. Yeah, he had seventy receptions. Yeah, yeah even then, I think that it, you'd be really hard pressed if you're going to take a, to- a back in the top five. You'd be really hard pressed once you get beyond. Taylor and then whatever Henry looks like in the playoffs. Once you get beyond those two guys, I think you'd be hard pressed to come up with another name that Surefire should go ahead of Eckler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when you talk about like the young guys, we're talking Javante Williams, uh, DeAndre Swift, Najee Harris, Najee. Yeah, um, maybe a Michael Carter. I don't. Maybe he's that, not good enough, you know, like I like Michael Carter, the talent. And when he played, he was good. Um, my concern is a couple fold. Uh, and we'll see again. Uh, there's a lot of off season in front of us. For sure. my, my concern is one that team is probably still another year to two away, you know, of figuring out what their identity is. Um, and I'm not saying it competing, just figuring out what their identity is, figuring out who Zach Wilson is, figuring out what it is they're, they're going to do there. Um, that the coaching core coming from San Francisco, if they're moving the San Francisco system over, I just don't know that a back is going to get enough. One single back is going to get enough work. Mm, Right. Um, we'll see. I like Michael Carter, the talent. There's nothing that he showed me this year that would make me concerned. That being said, I, you know, reading the tea leaves, as long as Melvin Gordon leaves, I like Javante Williams' situation a lot better. Um, but I could be convinced that Michael Carter has much more upside. You're going to get him a lot cheaper, probably. Now, there's, there's there's a couple guys like... I personally would avoid that made the top 12 mm-hmm. that nobody, I'm sorry, nobody predicted this. James Conner finished five. Yeah. I mean, ton, ton, ton of touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so I guess what you have to say is like, is it likely that he's going to finish in the top five again? No. Right. Like that being said, and we talked about it all season, rushing quarterbacks are very good for running backs. They're not good for receiving backs, 
but they're very good for running backs. So let me get let me ask you: Would you, based on this year, your drafting next year, you would decide to change your draft philosophy? You take two stud wide receivers, and then he's your first running back. Depending on what else was on the board, I wouldn't hate it. If I got two great receivers, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. Um, so, like, I guess point point here is I'm not endorsing zero running back. I don't know that I ever could in good faith do that. That being said, I told you I finished in first in a league. I told you I finished in second in league. My starting running backs championship week – were Sony Michelle, Ronald Jones, and Daryl Williams, none of which I drafted. <laughs> yeah, I um, my second place finish team, my running backs were Saquon Barkley and uh, Montgomery, David Montgomery. Right, and I didn't, and I didn't start any other running backs in in like the flex positions. Like, no, why would you in a PPR format? Right, so. I mean, listen, Barkley finished 30, 32nd, and he played 14 games. That's, that's, and he had nine, nine point average. That stinks, man. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. And then no... Montgomery, a uh, little bit better, finishes 21. But 21, that, like, he missed quite a few games himself. He did. Yeah. His points per game is probably pretty respectable for being it's on 12, such a twelve and a half. For being on such a bad offense, that's not yeah. that's not bad. I mean, look, I just have to, you know, like we have to be realistic here, and and I'm I'm not going to go off on another tirade about how we've made rules that favor receivers and the league is, you know, like, but that's the reality. That's the reality. If you're in any point per reception league, that league favors receivers. Yeah. That just is. Whether it's half or full, that just is. So if you're taking a, a a Nick Chubb, you're inherently taking a player that's probably going to get less points than a top-tier receiver. And that's if that's sure. yeah. And if that's the case, and you're making the argument that it's because of position scarcity... I would argue that you're better off taking the receiver and taking more shots at middle to later round running backs and then just being hot on the waiver wire than you are to take a running back and ride that running back all the way through. Um, there, I would bet you money that Cooper Cup was in most leagues championship weeks. Yeah, I, I would I would think so. But then in our league, the champion had the best running back. I believe he had Jonathan Taylor, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, I still would – I'd have to pull apart that apart a little bit because yeah. I – we could look at the draft board at how he drafted after he took Taylor. But I personally, 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 when we as we as we kind of get into this, I'm leaning towards the hero running back being the optimal strategy. And that doesn't mean you have to take a top five back. 
It just means, and your first two rounds, you're taking one back who you're betting is going to be good. And then you're not wasting picks trying to find, like, backs, a lot of backs get hurt. Um, taking two picks on such an injury-prone position early is probably going to hamstring you. Mm-hmm. And I think hero running back, I guess, let me let me rephrase all of this. Here's what I'm saying today. We'll see how much this evolves as I pull through more data. But what I'm going to say is I think hero running back is the optimal strategy. One back in your first two picks. And then you don't have to take one for a while. That's one. Two is feel comfortable taking a quarterback by round three. You don't have to take two receivers. You know, you don't have to start with a running back and two receivers. Feel comfortable with it. And then the Jamar Chases, the Cooper Cups. Um, I'm trying to think of like other wide receivers that the Debo Samuels. Those guys didn't go in the first two rounds. You can no. find really right. good receivers in rounds four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, what I would argue is is that you're looking, you're not looking always for the Deontay Johnsons. The guy like. I, I like Deontay Johnson. I think that with a better quarterback who can actually push the ball a little bit more, he'll be even better. But he's a volume receiver. Mm-hmm. If if you're going to take that quarterback 3-4-5, 3-4 really, be comfortable taking those swings on those really high upside guys. Those guys who, like, if it works... They have the ability. They're either on a great offense or they're rookies that we don't know, but grade really high. You know, like do I all the noise in the offseason about Jamar Chase? I took him in two leagues because he was graded as one of the top running wide receiver prospects to come out since Calvin Johnson. Yeah, you or know, like, like yeah. Well, that's basically the when you graded out his tangibles. That's where he graded to be in, in, in those guys' ability. In that regard, I'm not, you know, like, we're not expecting rookie receivers to be great, but we've got a couple years now that rookie receivers who are who are very good have put in good fantasy seasons in their rookie year. It's not a three-year transition anymore. No. Take those high-end guys. Take the shot. If you miss in the, the fifth round, sixth round, so what? Get that quarterback. Have that position solidified. You can't win without it. Now, one guy that we're going to have to wait and see is um, Devontae Adams uh, if Rodgers stays in Green Bay. Yeah, I can't rank. I can't even wrap my head around even trying to rank Adams for next year until we know what's going on. Yeah. With the quarterback position. If Aaron Rodgers were to stay, Devontae Adams is the number one receiver. Right. Yep. Hands down, no question about it. Um, you could make the argument for Cup, but Adam, you know, like Adams would probably still be my one. Mm-hmm. Um, but without Rodgers, and if that's Jordan Love, oh, I don't know. You know, but he's a good yeah. guy I would argue for. <clears throat> he has the ability. You'd still probably take him in the third fourth fifth round because he has the upside right Mm -hmm. you take those big swings for the guys who have the upside um but not fully what we wanted to to discuss today is going 
<laughs> um, I think that we've got some fun topics. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more about changing of the guard, changing of strategy, um, and what that looks like. So, like, in our league, you had the number one seed going into the playoffs. You had Tom Brady, right? Yes. I had Tom Brady in my first place team, and I had Patrick Mahomes in my second place team. And my second place team, I had Aaron Rodgers. Right. So, th- I guess this is you. You. We had talked. I'm not going to say ad nauseum, but we talked a lot about fading the quarterback and how relevant is it at this point. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say case in point. Yeah. Case in point. Betting that you're going to pick the right guy who's going to vastly outperform their draft stock versus guys that you have a pretty good handle on how good they're going to be is just a bad it's – a, it's a fool's bet at this point. Josh yeah, Allen was sure. Josh Allen was very good, right? I mean, he's the number one ranked quarterback. Patrick Mahomes had a short slump but was very good. You know, was never really... I mean, he had a couple games where maybe he wasn't serviceable. But very good. Kyler Murray, when he played, I know he missed some games with injury, but when he played, he was very good. Um, Aaron Rodgers. I would, I would say the the MVP quarterback for fantasy is probably Justin Herbert. He finished yeah. second. Like, maybe he finished about... 15 points behind Allen and I don't remember what round he was but it was it was later you know Yeah but I don't think that the correlation between Herbert is as strong as the correlation between Cup You know like um No I, I think, know I, I, I think Burrow Burrow probably had yeah I think Burrow probably had a higher correlation um with top 3 finishes and that doesn't mean it's because he's better. I, I just there's something weird about when the correlations work out like that. A lot of teams end up having similar players depending on where they draft. Like you know when you say when someone says I had this player, there's just like this weird math that comes along. They probably had a mixture of some other players, right? Like <clears throat> you and I, and I know that we talk a lot. We drafted very similar teams in two different leagues. Um, and I just think that that was similar for a lot of people that drafted one. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you took certain players, you took certain other players. So um, Herbert, yes, is the quarterback. I just don't know that it translated quite as well. I think a lot of people who had Brady, um, it probably tra- you know probably translated really well. And Allen, because mm-hmm. Allen wasn't the first quarterback off the board either. Did he go late? No, but he wasn't the first quarterback off. The board. I'm thinking what Mahomes was. Yeah, Mahomes was. And then if depending or, or on Kyler your Kyler Murray. Well, depending on your league, I would have taken so like I believe I'm not looking at my sheet, but I believe I had <clears throat> let me pull it up. I believe I had Mahomes and then uh Murray too. But I'll pull it up just to be sure. But point being is is like you you have to have a good quarterback. You just do. Yes. <laughs> so it, for me, it was Mahomes, Mary Allen. Mahomes, Mary Allen. Okay. So, um, and I know I was very aggressive in my Aaron Rodgers ranking <laughs> uh, at four. 
but and he uh, finishes six. So yeah. if he plays a full season, he doesn't really get much beyond six. That's just been his career. So um, anyway, that's some of our feelings. Kind of wrapping up uh, this this season. I do have a fantasy playoff draft on Friday, a fourteen team fantasy playoff draft. Um, so and how's same- that work? Basically, you draft until you fill up your your roster, Is but it the same it's like amount? it's like best ball kind of. Got it. Um, you're not setting your lineup up, you know. So you're got okay. So, so it's you're kind trying of, to you're trying to also predict like guys getting to the Super Bowl too, right? Like. Well, there's some of that, right? Like you want guys with as many, right? So like there's a strategy, like when, when we did fantasy hockey, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, last year, the strategy for that was kind of like getting as many games as you could in, right? Like if a guy had a week where he had five games, that's a player you probably want to roster that week. And so that's that can be kind of it. But then you also like might get a guy who only had two games, but had like a Derrick Henry, you know, he could get... In two game, if he only plays two games, he still could have a hundred points, you know. Yeah. Um, so, are they more likely to get points when they play more games? Absolutely, but you still kind of want guys who can drop a fifty banger, Got you know, it. because everybody's going to deal with losing players. Um, but getting the most you can out of your guys before they're out is also important. All right, so who's the number one, who's the first player off the board? It depends what your strategy is. Because I would think that quarterback is kind of most important um, because you don't want to be without those. Like, you want a quarterback who's going to play as many games as possible because you don't want to be without those games. So I'm predicting, like, I'm predicting, like, either Brady or Rodgers go to the Super Bowl. From the NFC. From the NFC. And then on the other side, I would think, oh, man, that see, that that's this is tough. Like, I don't want to say – I don't think Kansas City makes it to the Super Bowl. Um, possibly, like, Tennessee or Buffalo. So, like, Josh Allen. So, I could tell – like, I did my ranks. We'll see, you know, how well they work out. Um. But I have Mahomes as one because I do think that even if Kansas City doesn't make it to the Super Bowl, I do believe they're going to play a couple games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have Rodgers, Brady, and Allen. Okay. Um, and then Murray and Burrow. And then what about uh, running back? What's your I have Hen- there? Henry is one. Fournette is two. Daryl Williams is three. Okay. Um, it's amazing Henry is even playing. Playing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. You know, and but then, like that. Now give me your wide receiver rank. Cup. Okay. Right? We have to respect that Los Angeles is a pretty good team. They are. And Cup has been very good. You know, so I have Cup, Adams, Hill, Evans. Like Evans, okay. 
I mean, with there being no God when we both agree that it's more it's more likely than not Tampa goes far. Um, that's uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, when I was watching it, so yeah, you have no God when you and you have no Antonio Brown, and it's obvious. Like if you watch the last like his last Brady's last two games, like. He's like really spreading it around. Actually, he was getting it to Gronk quite a bit. Um, Gronk is my number one tight end. Okay. Um, but like it's so I've Cup Adams, Hill, Evans, Chase, Diggs, um, Debo, and AJ Brown. So I'm guessing for tight end you have uh, you said what Gronk, Kelsey. And then who would who was your third? Knox. Okay. Kittle, Dalton Schultz, Zach Ertz, Darren Waller. Hmm. Who, unfortunately, was injured a lot and kind of was. He was a. I mean, there's nothing much you can say. He did not perform to where he was. No, yeah, and even when he did play, like other than week just, one, yeah, other yeah. than week one, it wasn't. It wasn't. Which was um, another surprise there. Like, I, I, um, Hunter Renfro, like he finished. He's finished thirteen. Like you can with tell, a very, like, really, like thrown at him. You very know? strong end of season. Yeah, Renfro. Very strong end of season. I could, I just couldn't put him higher in my receiver rankings because I just don't know that Oakland gets beyond the first game. No, for sure not. They're not a high volume passing team, right? So um, he's behind like Odell Beckham and and Deontay Johnson, you know, which I don't think that Deontay Johnson gets very far either. But I think it, you know sometimes it's just about bets. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, uh, it's an interesting, it's with the same league with no playoffs. It's one of those things where like, some of the reason I'm doing it is, is like, you have, you should, if you win, you should continue to play. If other people are a little bit of the like poker aspect of it, give someone a chance to win their money, some of their money Mm -hmm. back. Right. Um, but also, I mean, look, it's a draft and I don't have to do any management after that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like... Right. What's better than the, than a fantasy football draft? Not much. I mean, you're having, like, Christmas Day all over again. This isn't quite <laughs> the same, though. Like, no, I feel I like know, that, that, that build-up, you know, that build-up to the, to the off-season uh, fantasy draft, there's nothing quite like that. Which is, like, one of those things where, like, as much as I'd love to like start a dynasty, I don't think a rookie draft is the same as a redraft draft. No, it's definitely not. And yeah, it can't be. Yeah. So. Right. Um. Yeah. I, um. I think that we've hit everything that I wanted to talk about. Um. As far as fantasy goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was anything you wanted to talk about tonight no, as far as fantasy we, goes. No, I think we covered it. All right. So we promised to give everybody a P 
peek as to why we were gone. If you got, you know, like that's the end of our fantasy discussion for tonight. If you guys decide you want to punch out, now's the time. Um, it's going to be a little heavy. Hopefully not that heavy, but um, so be it. So um, I think as we are getting into the playoffs, uh, it was right around when I first moved, um, which took took a lot of time out of you know being able to prepare and turn on microphones and having a room dedicated and, and space and all that stuff. And if anybody has moved any time recently, you spend a lot of time, a lot more time than you would like, just putting shit together. <laughs> yeah, for unboxing, putting stuff <coughs> together. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's it's a <laughs> lot. It's a lot. So um, I we had missed some shows here and there um, because of that, and then it basically rolled into the holidays, right? Yeah. Um. So shortly before Christmas, uh, my dad went into the hospital. Um, he's had COPD for a little while. Uh, never smoked. Uh, they believe it's from his career. Um. He worked in a print shop for like 35 years. Um, they believed it's the chemicals and being around the hot paper fibers and that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> that being said, he went in because he couldn't breathe. Um, and he had to go out in an ambulance. Um, so he was in the hospital for like two to three like weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah, two and a half weeks. Um, three days after my dad went in the hospital... My wife went in the hospital um, and uh, they had the luxury of having rooms on next door to each other. Like, like, not to make light of it, but like, I feel like that could have been like a sitcom episode. <laughs> uh, if you, so, yeah. So if you know, if, if you know me, depending on those got those folks listening, uh, if you know me, if you don't, whatever, it's fine. Um, my dad's deaf. Um, and he's very loud. You know, when he went to school, they tried to, in order not to make them disabled, um, they tried to teach them how to speak. Uh-huh. Um, and when you can't hear yourself speak, just like when you have headphones in, you're loud. Yeah. You know? Um, so he's very loud. He's a very nice man, you know, but he's very loud. So it would be a, a perfect sitcom because you've got like my dad who's loud and um needy and then you have my wife that's a tough customer yeah. you know yeah um but she was in the hospital for a little uh, a week um mm-hmm. as well um if you have been to the hospital over the last little while um you can't really get visitors um because of covid because right. of COVID, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, I was packing bags up every day um, for her to have. And then, lo and behold, I got COVID. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I just was not in the space with um, my dad being in the hospital, my wife being in the hospital, taking things back and forth, working... Um, it was in between Christmas and New Year, so I was like the only boss in work and um, still having to do all that stuff, making sure my mom is taking care of herself um, and that kind of stuff. I just wasn't really 
didn't have the time dedicated to dedicate to nah man that's a lot that's a lot of stuff that like happened all at the same time yeah yeah and it was just like when when i ended up catching covid it was just like of course i did you know the only bonus was that i caught it when everybody was pretty much out of the house so i didn't have to worry that much about giving it to anybody yeah i mean i guess that's the only silver lining in that that yeah that's the silver lining um you know in the midst of my dad going in the hospital they discovered that he has lung cancer you know so it's been a heavy couple weeks um over the last you know three weeks or so Mm -hmm. um you know so we moved the day my dad went in the hospital they had the closing of their the cell the sale of their house you know that i had to luckily i could but i had to take care of for it just was it just was so much yeah you know it was so much going on it just was impossible really um to sit down and and either crack jokes or just talk you know like it just i had too much going on and Nobody, I don't want to get on and be a, a downer for anybody. You know, I think that we talk, it's, it's a little silly to get on and talk fantasy football for two hours a week or so, but we enjoy it. You know, I enjoy recording. I enjoy getting more time to talk with you, Ed. Yeah. I enjoy getting to talk to our listeners. Hopefully they enjoy hearing me drone on and on. Um, I don't want to come on and unload baggage. You know, everybody's got their own problems going on in life, especially in these times. People are losing jobs. People are getting sick. They're losing family members to COVID. They're losing loved ones to COVID, friends, you know, or they're having loved ones or friends go in the hospital. And depending, you know, like it's it's also just like so political and heavy everything right now that I don't want to come on and be a drag. Everything is, a, you know, everybody's looking for a fucking argument. Every, you know, like everybody's an idiot or the smartest person ever and there's like no in between i just want to come on and talk about fantasy football you know like i just i i didn't want to come on and be a drag you know and um no i mean you you gotta explain you know like honestly people want to hear that because like it's we're relatable people you know like it's it's real world stuff and you know, it's it was a lot of it all all one time, and I'm like, <laughs> I figured, you know, I, I'm like, I'm gonna take Jack to a hockey game, right, <laughs> to get him out of the house, and of course, the damn thing was canceled because of COVID. Um, so it's just like a lot of a lot of shit going on right now, you know. And we would have had a good time, like honestly, if we went, if that game didn't get postponed. We would have had a good time, but we probably would have ended up sitting in the concourse and bullshitting because the Flyers aren't putting anything worth watching on. No, and they were playing like, what, one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Yeah, we get to watch former Flyer Rod Brindamore coach one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Um, It would have been fun because... this at the end of the day, like, you know, this is a source of entertainment for everybody. Well, I think it is, but... or, Or just... Uh, an escape and but like you know we're 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 humans and we're all dealing with the same same bs that's going on in the world so yeah yeah that's it and i try you know like 
at the end of the day, I try to make sure that we don't get into political topics and I don't think that this is necessarily it. But I do that mindfully because I don't want to bring any more bullshit into people's lives, you know. But yeah, look, the reality is, is like from the outside, it could look like someone's life is going, you know, perfect and great. And I'm very happy with my move and I'm very happy with the house that I got. And I'm very lucky in a lot of respects um, to 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 have gotten the house that I got, especially in today's market and and that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you never know what's going on, you know, in somebody's life. And um, you know, I deal with all all of that stuff, right? So, like, not only do you know, is there, you know, my dad's sick. I've got this, you know, we don't know what stage it's going to be. Like, literally, just got the news um, last night or yesterday, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know what stage it's going to be. He still has a doctor's appointment for that. And like on on top of that, like I've got other family bullshit, you know, like we're, yeah. you know, I, I don't speak to parts of my family. And then then that that part, those parts of my family then have problems with my mother. And then I have to talk to them because of that. And it's just, you know, I don't know that it's. Um, uh, exclusive to Irish families <laughs> but one of the things that's always said in Irish families you don't speak to each other unless it's a wedding or a funeral <laughs> um, yeah and I, don't, I don't think it is you know? I don't think I just think it's easy to, to make it that way you know like it's <laughs> you know like I, I, right. I think it's very common in all families for there to be friction for um, sure and, and but that being said it's just like another layer of Ideal point being, you, me, our listeners, we all deal with the same kinds of bullshit. We're all trying to figure it out, you know. And I think it was only fair we've been off, you know. We kind I, I said that I, you know, we kind of abandoned folks when they made their playoff push. Um, it was not that I didn't want to be there to to talk about football. It's just sometimes um, shit happens. Yeah, you know. Um, um. And I guess, like, moving forward, you know, we're going to take a week week to week with, you know, whatever it is that's going on with your dad. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be weeks where you're helping taking care of and, or, or whatever. So there might be a week here or there where, where we're not recording. Um, you know, we're coming basically fantasy football season's over so we're doing a little bit of recap we'll do some more recaps um and then maybe we'll get into some kind of like fun topics like we did last year yeah we'll do some non yeah Yeah. we'll do some some rewatches of some shows or, or whatever um we'll do that obviously we're i mean hopefully i'll knock on wood here um, hopefully we'll have some Sixers things to discuss as the offseason rolls around there. The trade deadline's not that far away in basketball. Um, we'll have other things to discuss. You know, the, the Flyers are not making the playoffs this year, but then we have to look forward to the NHL draft, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll do some show rewatches. We'll talk about some other things. I'd like to. I didn't discuss it with with you. We discuss. I discussed it with um, Bill or the Parlay Prince. Um, 
last year we did a little bit of discussing fictional detectives. That's a topic I think is fun. Like maybe you and I can do a little bit of something similar to that, you know? Yeah. Um, Definitely. So we'll bring some of the other stuff in. Like, I mean, again, not sure how much you guys listening, if you're still with us, but um, how much you watch of television and other things. But TV shows usually follow an A, like a main story, and then a B story. And then a lot of times there's a C story as well. Um, And sometimes the characters, what part of the story is, you know, um, week to week it might be someone is more in the A block than the B block than the C block. Um, Point being is is I really like in the off-season to do that kind of show where we've got an A block, a B block, a C block about what it is we're discussing and some things are more fun and silly and some things are more um, fantasy focused. So So, yeah, we'll come up with some good topics. Yeah, and I'm going to do my best to bring you guys at least two episodes a week. I would like to get back to getting that betting episode at least through the playoffs up as well. Um, I'm debating... We can you and I can discuss this in another episode about some other ideas I have, but um, that being said, I am hoping to do at minimum two shows. But being back to three shows, we'll see where everything goes with my with my dad in in that regard. Um, but that is going to be it's uh, what I've been trying to say is it is what it is and it's going to be what it's going to be. You know, and and I'll yep. do my best to to you know if you guys. And want to know I'll do my best to share but I want to try and keep the heavy stuff out of it because we all deal with enough heavy so um, in that regard I think that that's what we've got for today all right and we'll hopefully be back tomorrow all right good night good night